so bad. <laughs> but ideal client stuff, how did you find it? Um, it was interesting because it's not something that I'd, I've given any thought to ever. Yeah. So um, what I did was I looked at my Instagram statistics yeah, uh, you know, sort of, and I was quite surprised that my most popular eight the so these but these people are not necessarily buyers, they're people who like my work. Yeah, okay. so they're twenty five to thirty five, um, but I think the people that actually buy are um, people with, with more disposable income than that age yeah. group, um, and people that come and visit. Uh, shows and the people who bought from me in Woodbridge are uh, all 40 plus. Right. I've 30 plus. Um, but in actual fact, I think it's probably a little bit older than that. Um, so I've narrowed it down to a 40 plus age group. It's all a bit obvious, really, but 40 plus, um, obviously, with disposable income, you know. It's difficult to categorise, you know, their um, uh, who they would be. I mean, a lorry driver bought um, one of my pictures for his wife. Yeah. Um, and then you'll get, you, so I get quite a mixed bag of, so I think what's good about that is I get, I think the pictures can communicate to a, quite a wide audience. Yeah. So, it's not necessarily, I didn't really put this in what I sent to you, but I'm now thinking about it as I'm talking. Um, so I think it's probably like 40 plus because they're not inaccessible pictures. They're not like super massively arty, you yeah. know, um, they can appeal to quite a wide range of people. Yeah. And so they can fit within... Uh, quite a wide range of decor, which could be a home environment, it could be an office environment, it could be a restaurant yeah. or bar, um, but more kind of independent, you know, those independent, slightly homely bars, and yeah. that sort of thing, I would say. Um, oh, what else did I think? Yeah, where these people hang out, I found that quite a difficult one to... Um, him down but I think um, if they went for it shopping for example you know I shop at Lidl and B&M you know yeah. but I don't go around spending 400 quid on a picture yeah. I have done in the past but you know it's not like on the regular yeah. Um, so people that buy my pictures are people that, you know, probably don't worry about shopping at Little and B&M. You know, they shop at uh, Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Marks and Spencer's, yeah. all that thing, you know. So it's kind of... Um, so it's considering that, really. Um, so those would be the shopping places, hangouts... You know, I suppose it's, uh, again, kind of the more independent restaurants and bars. Absolutely. People, yeah. People that are interested in nature, because a lot of my pictures are landscape. Yeah. Um, 
so people that might you know be keen on going on walking holidays that type of thing maybe a little bit of travel um so yeah that's as far as i've got it's it's a it's really challenging it is it's It's really challenging um i i found that when i was first introduced to the theory of the ideal client i just thought what the hell (laughs) what do you what do you mean (laughs) but then it made me think about people i had sold to in the past yeah you know and thinking well what do they because some of them i vaguely know yeah well what what do they do where do they go yeah why why would my pictures appeal to them you know it almost makes you feel like sending out a questionnaire to people do you know what i mean fabulous yeah it's worth doing that kind of thing to find out what these people are like that are attracted to your work do you know what i mean um because there's obviously a connection between you your work and them um and they're, they're the type, they're the kind of clients that you want to deal with, you know, because you, you kind of know the clients that you don't want to work with. Do you know what I mean? Um, without saying too much. So um, that's a really good thing to do to find out about people that are buying from you. So that's the kind of print part of it. Okay. So you yeah. talk about tribes. Yeah. And so I think, um, for the print side, it would be, the people we've just spoken about yeah Yeah. so you know for gallery sales shop sales that sort of thing i was thinking in my shop if i had like a poster section where things weren't as expensive they're not limited edition they're just kind of um uh you know just decorative yeah same images but not you know but printed as posters you know then as there is quite an interest from a, a younger market that could appeal to them yeah um the other thing is the other work i do so putting stuff onto concrete and wood and all that sort of thing um again because that can kind of live outside and go on patios or in conservatories and things like that again i think that's probably a 40 plus market to individuals you know people who really care about their home spend so so homeowners homeowners you know probably a family probably somebody that's married 2.4 children that kind of thing or want something of the grandchildren they only see the grandchildren three times a year yeah picture of their grandchildren on their patio or you know i mean or it just but they're they're all people that want an alternative and unique response yes you know, they're not looking for a picture postcard. They're looking yeah. for something different. And special. Just special. Yeah. yeah. And so um, that's kind of pinning that down as well. Because yeah. obviously, like you were saying in the video, there's hundreds and thousands of people that are interested in photography. But, you know, it's actually funneling down, honing down the type of photography I do and realizing actually that doesn't appeal to everybody, yeah. but it will appeal to some people. And why does it appeal to them? You know, 
why don't we want to go and buy picture postcards? Yeah. So you've got some individual tribes lists to create, haven't you? Yeah. Um, because you know your your work. Yeah. Got different streams of work that will attract different people. So you know, so so when you create, because the thing is, you you don't have to have one ideal client. I've got different ideal clients. Um, it, it this will help you. So when you're putting yourself out there, you know who you're talking to. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I get that. Fantastic. Um, whereas before, I just used to like bung stuff in a shop on my website and didn't give a monkey. No, I didn't give a monkey. I didn't give a, I didn't really consider it. Just didn't consider it, yeah. Uh, um, and consequently, didn't get that many sales. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not telling people that might be interested that you're there. Absolutely. Yeah regardless of awards and all that sort of thing you know not everybody watches not everyone's got sky you know everyone watches you know art programs anyway and why might, don't they damn it <laughs> why don't they but you know they might still be interested in photography and yes. they might, you know so um yeah so that's good so so do you feel that you can be more specific now yeah, I, I mean look, yeah. i feel like more specific um but it makes me think in terms of the website just how it looks and how accessible it is you know i have looked at a couple of other people's websites since we last spoke which i know was only yesterday but i have looked at another couple of photographers websites that have shops yeah seen how easy it is to buy their stuff you know, like you were saying, people don't want a problem. They don't want to turn up at a website and think, where the do I go to yeah. buy one of these bloody prints? And yeah. that one's up there, but the picture I like isn't in the shop. Why not? You know, and that, that's true of my website, to be fair. So, um, I mean, this one person, without naming names, they've got this good system whereby um, it was a scrolling screen. and literally every picture that came up you could enlarge it to look at the picture but you could also just click on the picture and buy it you know it yeah. was so user-friendly it was it was so simple but i mean his main his main stay is selling prints yeah you know, and doing workshops as well but again that was so it was so simple to navigate you tap you look you buy you go to the workshop, you look at the list, you click, you buy. You know, it's just like, oh, my effortless. Yeah. It just makes mine look like a maze, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but this is good. This exercise is excellent because um, what, what you're finding is you'll you do one exercise and it makes you look back at the ones you've already done or yes. what you've got to do going forward. Um the interconnection is just so enormous because you're because you know who because we've we've been through a, a process now you know who you are you know you know who your ideal clients are you're looking at your website and you're thinking hang on a minute yeah you're thinking hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah i need to say something else and i need to i need to to be different so that's fantastic because it's, it's, it's just allowed because before, you know, I don't like my website and, and, and the accessibility kind of thing. Um, but you kind of know what 
your website is not doing for you. Um, yeah, and that's not the that's not the fault of the designer. Absolutely you know, no, no. It's, it's and it's not really a fault. It's kind of like a almost not really understanding. I know this sounds really thick, but not really understanding what a website's for. Yeah, not really understanding its purpose. Yeah, other than just being a kind of gallery tool, yeah. which is a waste of not a waste of time but it's you know if you're going to be freelance it's certainly not going to make you any money you know it might give you some people a contact yeah and to look at your work but there's no you know it's too complicated mine mine is it needs really really when i look at really good websites i can see a simple website your photography website as well very you know people know what they're on there for people know what they want to buy yeah you know and um so yeah but for me i mean do you know what jill for me it took me a long time to get there i i remember my first wedding photography website with shame <laughs> <laughs> with shame it just it just didn't tell you anything it just didn't do it <laughs> It didn't do a thing. Um, and I look back and I just, I just cringe. Um, it, yeah, you just, you have to, you know, you have, to, you kind of have to learn from it. And I remember going through the process of trying to, you know, brand myself and figure all of this out. And then I look at my website and just, just want to cry. I just couldn't believe that I honestly thought this was going to do something for me. It didn't do a thing. It looked, it looked all right, <laughs> but that was it. Yeah, mine looks really nice. Mine looks, I, th I really like how it looks. Yeah. But it's not, um, if it, you know, it's a nice shop front, yeah. but then when you open the door to the shop, it's a bugger's muddle. You, know, <laughs> it, you can't find the shop assistant, you know. <laughs> Lose, you know there's nothing's got a price on it you know you're back out the door you know you're thinking is this a shop or is this a you know you know a library it's just bizarre um the other thing you just touched on there which you know i have actually also given a bit of thought to since i've been talking to you um is i don't brand myself at all you know there is no jillian allard brand you know apart from winning masters of photography i've got no um logo or you know oh, no. oh honey there's gonna be <laughs> we have the whole branding exercise <laughs> okay okay yeah but that's but that almost needs to be done i assume before the website in yes way. yes yeah. it does we are that's what that's what slots right in between this and the website because um there has to be, I shouldn't say there has to be, because at the end of the day, you know, every, everyone can do whatever they like. But when you look at, go back over the websites that you've looked at just recently um, with a different purpose other than their content, how they're branding and, and maybe pick up those websites and find their social media and you'll find just a commonality, a common theme, column common feel, common language, everything just running through right across all platforms. Um, and that speaks to your ideal client as well um, because they get this consistent feel from you 
and they kind of know what you're all about, you know? Um, so yeah, we're going to go through that exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say it's challenging, but I think they all are, to be honest with you. Um, but it, it's just, you're, you're just starting to put the pegs in place where they belong. Do you see what I mean? And it's going to give birth to Gillian Allard creative photographer artist whatever it's going to be do you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and it will just make sense and you'll be more visible than than you are now mm. well i feel kind of invisible at the moment you know i last year i really didn't take oh i haven't really taken that many photographs since master photography you know for reasons we've discussed yeah you know, doing a few quite big projects you know i kind of oh, you know, just stop for a bit, which yeah. I think is okay. I think people go through those times, you yeah. know, where, you know, those sort of, your priorities are elsewhere. Mm. And, um, but as we discussed, you know, I feel like I'm coming out of that now. Yeah. Really. And um, so, you know, need to kind of reorganise everything. Yeah. Yeah. And rethink. I think that's a good thing about having a break, really, in a way. Not that I've had a break. I mean, I've supposed to have been teaching and doing all sorts of things, but you know, having a creative break, if you like, when you kind of go back to yourself, you know, you you go back with a, a different point of view. Yeah, you're a bit. You've you've changed a bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Also, yeah. Fab. So, lady with the lists. <laughs> <laughs> so many lists. So different tribes. Yeah. Um, you need to put together, and it's really important that you do because going forward, um, you're gonna you're gonna communicate to to them in everything that you do, mm. in everything that you put up. And the thing is, I don't know where this might lead. I don't know if this it might lead to you having more than one platform. Just no idea. Um, but if that's the case, you'll, you'll see that emerge for yourself. Well, it's, I don't know whether to have it all on one website because the wood, the, the kind of, you know, the 3D photographs, if you like, that whole thing is quite different. Yeah. To, my photography mm. you know that is my photography it's a, it kind of almost like a separate thing mm. um so i don't know if they can coexist um that's something to think about really yeah. i mean coexist on the same website or whether it would be worth you know having i don't know that's for down the road really yeah i think i think that will reveal itself for you as you go through um you'll know you'll know instinctively Mm, yeah okay fantastic right. more lists i i think so um when you when you think about the the work that you're doing do you know what i mean um mm. well, you, well you're figuring that out anyway from what you said earlier you know but that kind of person will look at that and that kind of person will look at the mm. other work do you, do you know what i mean so um i would really formulate those ideal clients um because mm. they are going to be different sets of people we think at this mm. moment in time 
Um, and and I and I know it's changing, and and some of it feels quite. Mm, why do I need to do that? But like, even down to we we know that um, one category of one thing about your ideal client might, might be that they like nature, that kind of thing. But you know, are they holiday people? Do they eat out? Are they? Do you know what I mean? Um, just just so many things about them um, that are quite likely. Mm. Well, the other thing also, Dee, is so that's for like print sales and people for buying the 3D pieces. Mm. But you know, beyond that, there's like companies. Yes. So, um, another thing to think about is, you know, if I do a shoot for somebody, who would want to get me to shoot for them? Mm. You know, um, because again, I've got quite a particular style yeah um I don't know. it's complicated and, and the thing is you've got your own your own community on social media mm. you know you've got people that you know you've got me um mm. and other me's it's worth reaching out to the people that are, that are in your inner circle mm. um to, to find to find out more about them like for, for instance you know with me I'm highly highly interested in the woodwork and stuff like that um, for my business mm. so that's a starting point something for us to, for us to talk about because I know that what you're doing there is is something that I would buy because I believe it bolts on something really special in my business and my type of business well i'm a photographer i'm in the wedding industry blah 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 so it's worth looking at is that an ideal client that i can talk to kind of mm. thing mm. um because we are creatives us wedding photographers we're creatives but we ain't getting our hands dirty and doing that <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> real mess <laughs> getting very messy yeah, yeah yeah but the end product is something really special and different yeah, so. yeah. nice don't they yeah, yeah. you